for The Athletic. He is Chris Camerani. Right now, the Pac-12 South has a clear leader, in my opinion. I think it's USC, and then I think it's ASU. I think Utah can compete with those guys. I would slide Utah into third right now in the South. This is how crazy it is. Utah is replacing nine guys on defense, and we haven't even talked about the quarterback position. This was just the year not to have this thing happen. I mean, if this happened last year, Utah's fine. They had question marks at, like, linebacker and then the corner spot opposite Jalen Johnson. Otherwise, they were fine. This year, they're going to have the youngest team that Kyle Whittingham has had at Utah in 26 years as a coach. Sam Amick of The Athletic. We have a big-time jazz story coming out. When Rudy tested positive, the optics were just awful in hindsight of that moment when he touched all the microphones. The part that I don't think people are necessarily aware of is the way that Jazz had actually handled the situation leading up to that point. The many things that had gone on behind the scenes for them to educate their players and try to stay on top of this situation. It flies in the face of what the perception was of that one moment with Rudy. We don't have the entire story. It's always a little tricky because there's parts that you just can't tell because there's going to be a political component to it. But I think there's a lot more that we have that hasn't been out there yet. Athletes have wanted parts of the franchise before. Didn't you get 15 points in your uh, semi-pro hockey team? Didn't you you get 15 percent? of that club? No, I didn't. Yeah. But I was... Uh, I don't want to get into it. What was the name of the goalie you had on that team there, Gordon? Well, for a couple of years, it was Bill Puxley, but, you know, <laughs> in, uh, I, I sort of... We've parted ways. I haven't really kept up with him. Bill Puxley. <laughs> Man, he could really stop that puck. <laughs> Not to be confused no, with the no, right no. winger, John Ice Nettington. <laughs> Let's start with Devin Kafusi. I think players should go where they feel most comfortable. If you feel like you picked a place that doesn't fit what you're looking for completely, I have no problem with a player saying, nope, this isn't what I'm looking for. I'm going to go somewhere else. The funny thing is, when you say that, what does that say about where you were? Which is kind of remarkable, considering you would have thought Devin Kafusi knew what BYU was all about with intimate knowledge. When I hear stuff like, I wasn't developed well enough, or those sorts of things, sometimes that's code for, well, they like somebody else better. Former youth, our good friend Trevor Riley. The biggest question mark is, is there going to be college football this season? And I think yeah. if I had to bet, I would bet yes. But a lot of these kids are thinking, well, okay, I'm ruining my senior year. Let's say there's not, or it's an abbreviated season. Maybe they'll give me some eligibility back. Do I want to come back? Do I want to be done? Some kids are probably going to be out of shape. There's all those kind of questions going around, plus the schooling. The whole thing changes. It's online with classes. It's pass-fail now in a lot of schools. It's going to be maybe continued into the fall. So it all revolves around the one question mark. Is there going to be college football this fall? The great Jan Jorgensen. Does it bother you that guys are transferring more frequently these days, or are you okay with it? No, it bugs me. It bugs me quite a bit. Kids are different these days than they were when I played. I sound like the old man now. It's weird. When I talk to my kids, I always sound like the old man, and I went uphill both ways and all that stuff. But kids are looking for the easy way out. They're about that instant gratification, and if it's not coming right away, and they think the grass is greener on the other side, when most of the time it's not. Honestly, it's pretty sad to see the way kids transfer so easily these days. I actually hate to see it. Best Sports Radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280, The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Is everybody ready? Everybody's working for the Let's get rolling. 
This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Sounds of the week. Great job by Austin. That's The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Sounds of the week brought to you by Syringa Networks, home to the complete business, telecom, and IT solutions, backed by an industry-leading SLA that guarantees the uptime your business needs. It's effective communication for 21st century Utah. Get started now at syringanetworks.net. Jake Scott with you live from our Vivint Smart Home Arena studios. Austin Horton across the glass from me. Social distancing at Casa de Monson, the one, the only, the bikini briefed, Gordon Monson. Gordon, hello, happy Friday. <laughs> no, that's not the picture. That's not the, the reality. It is. I look very, like I said, athletic. Worked out earlier, and uh, you know, most muscles are bulging right now, and I feel good, and I look good. Do you now? Do you? No, not really, but I, I do feel good. Good, good. Yeah, you know, a good fresh pair, uh, pair of briefs will do that for you. Ben Harper will not travel with the team and had his MRI revealed degeneration of a joint in his spine and a slightly bulging a disc in his back. <laughs> when you said that, <laughs> what, what went through your mind? Uh, well, kind of, did I just say it? <laughs> You did. Yeah. One of those. You did, you did say it. You weren't sure that you did? So I kind of corrected it. You heard the correction right there. Yeah. Like quite. when you said the word funky that one Once. time. Yeah, exactly. Right. You know, with those updates, Gordon, you're, you're talking kind of fast. You're reading a script. I mean, it, it was like, oh, man, did I just say that? And then, yeah. yeah. And then you powered on. Did you, was it lingering in your mind as you went forward? It was. Yeah, it was. How could it not? Well, we certainly haven't let you forget it. No, no, which is just great. But I suppose, you know, turnabout is is certainly fair play because we don't let you forget a lot of stuff either. I have forgotten nothing. <laughs> oh, really? You're one of those. You're like Austin where you, you hold the grudge book like a book no, where you don't. write down your grudges. No, I just didn't. Uh, echoing what we talked about yesterday with Jack Buck, I can't believe what I just said. Oh, well, it happens. So how you See, doing? The Did best place to write your grudges down is to carve them into your heart. <laughs> wow. Like sear them on there like a steak brand. Have you ever seen uh, have you ever seen the movie <laughs> Memento? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you should like tattoo your grudges. Uh-huh. What well, says I haven't? Right, that's a good point. Now, Austin, do you remember darn near every slight that has ever day been put upon you? time names? Do you really? Oh, yeah. I've got it Going down. back how far? Stat. Till I was 4. <laughs> There's someone... Tommy in preschool. He's still. Now, he's got his coming still. What do you? Do? What did he do? No, nah, I can't say. <laughs> well, come on. He was four. It was the mean streets of preschool, man. What, what happens there stays there. Did he steal your blankie? No. What did he do? I can't. He kissed the girl I liked. Okay. Mm. And he knew I All liked right. her. Well. Uh, Austin, how about an apology? Does an apology erase uh, the uh, the hurt, or is it, uh, nope, once it's there, it's always there? It's like having a good attorney. It might lower the sentence, but there will still be a sentence. Well, so uh, it, 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 you you go from, um, let's see, maybe in like going at, after some revenge to just not <laughs> wishing the person well. <laughs> Right. So yeah. you're no longer plotting some sort of way to get back. But at the same time, you're like, I hope that things don't work out for you. 
That's accurate. Okay. Yeah. All right. And but, that's, uh, by the way, that's an improvement over the years. Okay. <laughs> I'm proud of myself for that. So if you, if you apologize, it, it, you know, Austin's not going to do anything per se to ruin your life, but he's, he's not. Won't help you either. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Don't put wait me down a as a reference. Wait, wait a second. When I think of Austin, I think of a man of honor. I think uh, of a of a moral person, a man who 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 fashions his life after what the good book says, and the good book says you're supposed to erase those things, Austin. That you know, and yeah, maybe your good book. <laughs> interpretation, right? I mean, I, I, you know, don't don't most people interpret those things uh, differently sometimes? That's right. You take it from what you take from it what you want. I'll take what I want. Right. How about that? Something about forgiven uh, trespasses or whatever, you know, all that? I don't recall that yeah, part. What, wait, wait, wait. What movie is that? Is that Kingpin where he's like, you know what the good book says against, or it says about forgiven people, right? You should do it. <laughs> well, it's not from a movie. It's from the good book itself. Well, let's crack open the good book here and read from, uh, uh, from uh, Ezekiel 4 where yeah. it says, if you have the goods, go ahead and show the good. Yeah, but you didn't quote the good book. You just said, you know, it says you should do it. In or fact, you, you blasphemed. You blasphemed <laughs> right. the good book. That was right the on. reason I brought up Kingpin, because you did absolutely did not quote the good book. You said, well, you know, it says in the good book, uh, you should uh, forgive people. I don't, I don't think that's a direct quote out of the old King James. Well, see, one of the reasons I, th- I I have a real affinity for the Bible, there's a bunch of reasons, but one of the reasons I do is because, as I've told you in the past, it, it does, it is a reference book for sports, you know, right in the very first verse, in the beginning, or, you know, Moses served in Pharaoh's court. Uh, there's, that's the I'm not, I'm not participating in this. All right. You you let me know when when we're done. It, it, does it make you a little nervous, uh, Jake? That that Austin has the uh, the memory of a what, what is the animal that has a long memory? An elephant? I believe what, that's the cliche. You know, Horton the elephant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hard to forget that one. Makes a lot of sense. Uh, all right, we have a lot to do today. Here, have another donut. We're going to get to the uh, that, 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 That's not what I meant, Austin. I didn't mean it that way. I meant that if you remember everything, everything, every time we trespass against you and you hold our careers in the palm of your hand there with, your, with the board in front of you, Jake, does that make you nervous? No? Well, you know what we haven't done <laughs> sure. in a while here on the big show? Get to the split story of the day. That oh, wait. The, the, you're the, now on my radar. The, oh, wow. Okay. Another Today's donut. not split story. Today's my list. Come on, Jake. Oh, it is your list. <laughs> it's your Speaking list. Speaking of lack of memory. Oh, you're right. You're right. I was just hoping to somehow end the... Uh, the biblical the, conversation. The, I was just the agony you were I, in. I was figuring out a way to you know turn right, but you know, your list that's that's fine. That's actually a good way to do it, and I'm actually very excited to hear the open this week. So should we oh, get boy. to it? Should we do it? Let's do it. And now another look into the mind of Gordon Monson. I know we're all terrified. Let's just try to get through this together. This is Gordon's list on 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Previously on Gordon's list. This is on my 
What's the old story about you, you can't you can't you take a bunch of uh, thin sticks and you put them all together and you can't break them, but you can break one at a time to break all of them? Anyway, I don't know. Some sort of uh, hand to, to hip action. You want to avoid certain body parts, you know, but the others are sort of would be all right, wouldn't it? How about a head bump? You get those three guys together. That's a powerful uh, threesome there, isn't it? I saw a bumper sticker recently. I heard of one that I really, really liked. It said, uh, don't judge me. I see. Don't, con- I see. don't judge me because my I sin differently than you do. I thought that was a good one. Anyway, all right. It's brought to you each and every week by Tim Daly Nissan South. Don't worry. I'll get to it sooner or later. Good job, Austin. Good point. Again. Uh, All right, Gordon, uh, where should we start the list today? All right, well, let's start with uh, the article in The Athletic uh, that was posted on that website uh, about the jazz. Uh, Sam Amick had told us that this was coming. And uh, as I read uh, parts of that, uh, Jake, I was really impressed with the leadership of the jazz from the from the beginning about the the coronavirus how how the front the management and quinn snyder were all over that uh probably uh, before anybody else in the league which is makes it ironic that uh, that rudy gobert one of their team members obviously was the one that sort of triggered the shutdown of the entire thing but Quinn Snyder, just a stud, a star in that whole thing, the way he led the team through that. And uh, and, and I have to give uh, credit to Dennis Lindsay and all the others who uh, who were ahead of the game, it seems like. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought that part of the story was really interesting. It seemed like everything was was handled appropriately. There was a lot of, uh, of work with, you know, local governments there in, in Oklahoma City, as well as here in Salt Lake City and and uh, and the jazz. And I thought uh, one part of the story, like Chris Paul always annoys me and has been annoyed annoying me more lately and maybe we'll get to that story a little bit later on but i thought one interesting part chris arranged for uh, a couple of bottles of wine and some beer to be delivered to the to the locker room and i know not everybody around here imbibes but i bet you a lot of uh, a lot of the team there was like okay yeah i could use a glass of wine uh, yeah, looking for some kind of relief. Right. Going through all that, I, I thought that was an interesting part to the story and kind of how, you know, Oklahoma City, you can picture them across the arena, right, going through the exact same thing. And there was kind of this uh, little bit of a unity there in a, in a circumstance that was probably beyond anybody's imagination. I thought that was kind of an interesting part that they, they threw in there. But, yeah, I, I was impressed for the most part really about how it was handled top to bottom by by everybody involved, it was a little weird. They couldn't find a hotel. You'd you'd think that maybe somebody would have been a little charitable in that circumstance. But I mean, big well, ups I, to the residents in out by the old airport there in Oklahoma yeah. City. Shout out to them for teams uh, for to have out. a place. A team has to have a place to sleep. I mean, has to be able to rest. I mean, they, they, I mean, no room in the inn all around town. Whatever that was, that was really a strange component to the whole thing. And I knew some of that stuff in talking to folks. Uh, I, I knew parts of there, but but when you put a story together like that with the detail, and, and it just sort of goes through the whole chronology, it's it's interesting to know the details. I did not know that Dennis had gotten his guys together and they had had that meeting prior to all that happening. Yeah, I thought that was uh, getting ahead of it, and that that's what you would expect from from jazz management. They're uh, pretty keen, and and uh, Quinn Snyder's a rock star in that regard. 
as far as the aspect uh, aspects in the article about uh, the relationship of Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell, this is something. When you read a sentence from a from an unnamed source, uh, it says that uh, the relationship is unsalvageable. Boy, I'll tell you that uh, that sounds pretty pretty severe. Uh, now I know Joe Ingles has been having some fun with that, and others. I don't know how much of it is true. I wrote a column about it at sltrib.com if you want to go check that out. But it is so important, whatever the state of this relationship is, it's so important for them to figure this out. And some people say it's about the coronavirus. Some people say it runs deeper than that. Uh, Rudy isn't always the easiest guy to get along with. He's, he's pretty driven and he has a certain way about him. Others think that, uh, that they're not all that compatible on the court. I mean, different people have different theories about it. I think it has to come together. These guys have to come together, communicate with each other, uh, patch over the differences because anybody I've told Austin this and Jake, you know this. I've talked to you about it. Everybody I've ever worked with sooner or later, if you care about what you do, you're going to end up bumping and skidding somewhere along the way. You're going to have some disagreements because we're not all exactly the same. And I think that is in some ways a strength, not a weakness. But when it gets frayed to the point where it's uh, the relationship is really hurting, then come on, guys, get together. You're reasonable enough, you're smart enough, you're driven enough to, to put your heads together, communicate, get it taken care of, and move forward. Yeah, I, I have a bunch of thoughts on this, Gordon, and, and I don't disagree with you necessarily, and I enjoyed your column at uh, sltrib.com, but I don't think they have to all of a sudden become friends again because I think chemistry is often overrated in professional locker rooms. Um, you know, I know as fans and some members of the media like to look at teams and go, oh, I'm just so happy they're best friends. This is just so great. They just love each other so that's much. Not of the course point. They're that, going that's to not the I know, point. I know, I know, I know. It's I know. not a matter of being friends or best friends. It's a matter of cooperating together on the court. I don't think John and Carl were all that, but they weren't hanging out together. I mean, being best friends has nothing to do with it. No, I agree. That's why I'm saying I think that mm-hmm. chemistry is is overrated. I don't think you have to have that. I don't think Donovan and and Rudy necessarily have have to mend their relationship to the point where they're BFFs. And and I don't know how much mending has to be done in in the athletic piece. It's a, it's an unnamed source close to the situation who said it uh, is irreconcilable. Right? Did I say that? Right? Uh, unsalvageable. Uh, the unsalvageable. Thank you. Um, and and that's one anonymous quote that by no means tells the whole story. And and I'll add but those guys. So let me just say this. Those guys don't make that stuff up. It's not like so they're, they're relying on some unnamed oh, source. No, I agree. No, I agree. Clueless about what's going on. But regardless, it's just one opinion. I, I agree with that. And Sam Amick, uh, our, our dear friend, great, great friend of the show. And we love Tony. I don't know Sham Sharani personally, but his reporting is, is solid. I'm, I'm not. But it's still one voice, one opinion. Right. And I think everybody's on edge with this coronavirus. Thing and that's that's us, you know, folks out here in in regular society. Let alone in that little society that is the jazz traveling party where this all went down. I mean, what a what um reading the details of that night. That's traumatic stuff. You know, that's going to have impact on relationships and personalities and things. And you've talked about this. It's, it's going to be lasting in a lot of different ways. And and the good news I think for, from a jazz perspective is there's going to be multiple months 
to figure this all out one way or another. There's a lot of water to go under the bridge. And once once everybody fully takes a step back from this thing and we try to figure out how we proceed, there's a lot that can happen. So that's that's how I'm viewing this is there's a long way to go before this actually matters. And I don't know how much it actually matters, to be honest. You're telling me if the Jazz push a a max contract in front of Donovan Mitchell or Rudy Gobert, they're not going to sign it and figure it out? Yep, they're going to. I so, don't know because they could—they're good enough that they could probably get a nice offer anywhere. And we've seen in the NBA in certain cases where star players are powerful enough to force something. And I, again, I don't know the depth of this, but why play with fire? You well, know? Donovan can't go anywhere because the Jazz control his rights. And well, they he control his rights, but if Donovan, if Donovan says, "Man, I'm tired of this. I want out of here," the Jazz would have little choice but to move him. Little choice, but I mean, is he going to not? Is he going to pass up on the money on the table? I mean, maybe he does that, I guess. But I, you know, Rudy is under contract uh, for the rest of this year and next year. Now he's eligible for that contract extension this off season, and that's going to be a big time decision to make. But yeah. you know, Rudy's still under contract for next year. I mean, there. I know it feels to a lot of people out there like this report. There's a lot of immediacy, but I really don't think that there is. I really don't. And could they salvage a relationship to the point where they could still work together? Well, you know, all of us dislike Lloyd, and yet we might manage to show up for work every day. <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, I, I don't we, think it's, we love Lloyd. I'm joking. But, but I think you get it's my not point. A, it's not a matter of immediacy. It's a matter of healing that which has to be healed. And I'm not talking about sitting around the campfire singing uh, campfire songs or anything like that. I, I'm talking about having a working a relationship, a work relationship that works. Well, I think- and, and, and you've got to be able to to have that, especially in the case of this caliber of player. That's where it gets dicey. I know what the contract says. I, I know that. But uh, I've also seen players around the league that sometimes get fed up and then they force a trade. So this is something that needs to be patched up. It, I, you know, it doesn't really matter when it gets patched up, but it has to be patched up to the point where it's workable. Here's That's all. Uh, I, I agree. I, like I said, I don't. I don't entirely disagree with you. I just really feel locker room chemistry is overrated. Honestly, I think the the number one task at hand uh, for the Utah Jazz is identifying Rudy Gobert's value, and that was a, a big deal before the the COVID nineteen outbreak, and it's going to be a bigger deal going forward because that's what they have to decide is he is he worth a super max extension, and if he's not, how much is he worth, and how grumpy is that going to make Rudy? That see, you know, we can talk about teammates and if you get along, but really, what's going to make Rudy grumpy is not having a fat paycheck. So. I mean, I think that's a bigger issue or a bigger item on the Jazz checklist right now than worrying about if these two players get along. Well, yeah, but you talk about not worrying about anything in the immediate future. I mean, they've got time on that hand, on the, in that regard as well. they got to do it this offseason pretty much. And why is that? Because he's eligible for the extension. So do you put him on hold and let him become a free, free agent? That's probably, if you really are interested in retaining Rudy Gobert, that doesn't sound like a good idea. So when is that, when, when does that decision have to be made? This offseason. Yeah, and we don't even know what the offseason is going to look like. So it's, obviously that's on their minds. Yeah. And it's on Rudy's mind too. Of course, of yeah. course. And that's not a negative thing, by the way. 
You know, uh, I know that athletes like to sell sell the message a lot, like, well, I'm not even thinking about that. I'm just going to go out and play. You know, you can say that, but put yourself in their shoes. We talked about this yesterday or two days ago when your column came out about Tom Brady. These are real people. And if you had if you had millions and millions of dollars on the line, basically you would feel that pressure on a nightly basis. There's no doubt. And you could tell reporters like, oh, I'm not even thinking about that. But guess what? You are. And Rudy is. And Donovan is, too, for that matter. I mean, it, it's this thing's going to come back to, to money, I think. Yeah, when people say they don't, they don't think about money, they don't think about the contract. I'll think about that at the end of the season. B- BS. They're, they're thinking about it. Maybe not every minute of every day, but, but pretty the, close. The, 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 <laughs> the thought crosses their mind every day. I can guarantee you that. Yeah, you bet. They're only human. They're only human. All right, Gordon. We have more on the list coming up. Uh, we can continue this discussion because that's a big story. Obviously, today, if you want to tweet at us at Jake Scott Zone at Austin Horton at. Gordon Monson. We'll get more to the list uh, coming up right around the corner. Here's the guest list today. It's going to be a fun show today. We're going to talk to our boy, Steve Klauke, coming up at 3 o'clock. John Beck, the former Cougar quarterback. Oh, excuse me, Howard Beck. <laughs> Why would I think John Beck? Oh, you told me at least earlier this week you were out to John Beck. So That's true. But Howard Beck does join us every Friday, so that's pretty unforgivable. Yeah. Mm. Howard Beckett back is for a back is a back. And then this is a huge deal, obviously. Mike Conley, the man, the myth, the legend, going to join us at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. Excuse me, Mike Conley Jr. Yes, not the track star, but the basketball player, Mike Conley Jr., will join us at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. So, big time show today on The Big Show. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Band of the Day today is Fastball, and it's brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artists inside at LiveNation.com. Gordon, it's Gordon's List on a Friday. Where are we going next? We'll get more into the jazz. We already talked about Gilbert and Mitchell, and we'll talk more about that on down the line. Jake, what's the most universally loved food? Uh, Borscht. <laughs> Oh, have you ever had that? No, it sounds Ugh. terrible. Yeah, it doesn't sound good. Uh, wait, wait, wait. There's a lot of people in, in India, right? Maybe it's curry. Wow. You know what came to my mind other than cheese, of course? What would that be? Bacon. A lot of people like bacon. I'm wearing socks right now that say I love bacon. Really? <laughs> Here, I'll show Austin. Are you really? Uh, oh, yeah. I heart bacon. I heart bacon. Right on my socks. Maybe. I mean, I don't see any I heart curry socks. No, that's true. Some people don't eat uh, bacon, but uh, a lot of people love it, and and I love it. Bacon makes everything taste better, doesn't it? I Uh, I don't know if I would have it on ice cream, but it probably wouldn't hurt. I like bacon. Oh, have you not had bacon in your ice cream? I'm serious. It's amazing. Hmm. Really? Yes. The savory kind of goes with the sweet there? It's like putting syrup on your eggs. Yeah. It works. Kind of like the McGriddle, where they have that you okay. know syrup injected into the pan. <laughs> I wonder if they could do an ice cream McGriddle. Wow, now you're on to something. Trademark. <laughs> What's the weirdest ice cream you've ever had? I'm pretty basic when it comes to ice cream, so I don't I don't have a good answer for you here, Gordo. I, 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 and looking back, when I was a kid, I think I had something called licorice voodoo. Uh, is that uh, different? Cursed licorice ice cream. <laughs> 
Probably. Explain it's one of those existential questions. You know, why does everyone love whatever? Bacon or steak or or Wait, this or made the porch. list? Why know. does everybody love bacon made the list today? Fellas, are we any closer? Are we any closer to a vaccine? We need to get Gordon out and around people again. If, oh. if there were any reason to flatten the curve, we need to get Gordon back into society because the the. Uh, well, this is the beauty of Gordon's list, though. It's that just is random. true. It whatever is, he it thinks, is just whatever he wants to talk about. Everybody that's loves why I love it. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Um, are we any closer to a vaccine? I know Bill Gates has thrown uh, his money behind it. Come on, Bill. You're would, a hero to a lot I'm, of guys. Make it happen. I'm mixing up a little something in my basement. It might work. I was good. Would you guys give up bacon for the rest of your life to get a vaccine solved right now? Yes, I would. Jake? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Saving lives. You, you burn those socks you're wearing? <laughs> uh, you know, no. I mean, my wife doesn't eat bacon, so it wouldn't be that ah. hard for me to, to move away I'm from I'm not bacon. giving up bacon. Sorry. Would you give it up for a vaccine? Nope. Bacon. Bacon wins every time. Get out of here. I'm kidding. Mark Cuban says the NBA could be, could be playing in June, but he's uh, he's guessing. But he's uh, he was real optimistic, uh, like a couple weeks ago, right? And then he kind of tempered those remarks, and now he's he's a little more optimistic again. I don't know what he's basing it on, but he is. I like the Jake. Op- that's your kind of guy. Yeah, I like. I really like the the optimism. The the one concern I have that uh, I guess has been around this whole time, but uh, one I've just kind of been processing is different states are handling this different ways, which I actually think is a good thing because you handle these things on a more local level. It makes a lot of sense. I've been trying to focus on the, you know, news coming out of, of Utah because it, it, you know, kind of directly affects me and it's something I can directly affect. But, you know, if let, let's say California's measures against this have been different than Texas. Yeah. So I would guess that that would continue as even we start to lighten things up, right? That things are going to be different, different areas. And so I wonder how they can negotiate that. And of course, the, the you know, the mega tournament down there in Vegas or whatever would, would solve that because there wouldn't be any traveling or anything like that. But as far as like business as usual operation, I wonder if that's going to hinder it. Yeah, like you were saying, that, that's one thing that a lot of college football coaches have been asked about, but a lot of them have said, wait a second, there's different rules in different states. Right. So how are you going to bring all that together? Which is I more com- uh, complex on, on like an NBA level than even college football, because like what, what states do the Pac-12 have to worry about? Oregon, Washington, California, Arizona, Utah, and Colorado? I miss anybody? What is that, six, seven states, six states? So that's a lot different than, say, the NBA, which which covers a lot more than that. And, and this thing, you know, how this is handled is certainly more regional. It would be easier for colleges than it would be for a, for a league like the NBA. So it, it's why I like more and more the idea of kind of a quarantined playoff or something along those lines at, uh, at one location. That seems more realistic to me, I guess. Although nobody not gonna, can predict the future, as you say. We're not going to see a bunch of people in the stands anytime soon. I mean, that's just uh, that might not happen until there is a vaccine. Uh, you, you're right, and and who knows? I mean, but but the 
the the point of social distancing and those sorts of things is to not overwhelm the healthcare system. And our healthcare system has, especially around here, reacted very, very well. Uh, I know in other places like New York, it was challenged, but I believe they still have not been overwhelmed. So that's really, really good news. So if our, you, you know, as we've talked about often on this show, the, the more time we buy, the more prepared we can be. And so, you know, even without a vaccine, if, our, if we're able to, the, the healthcare industry and facilities are able to handle, you know, this situation, that, that's going to come into play as well. Are you guys getting a little edgy or are you hanging in there all right? I'm a little on edge. What's that supposed to mean? I, but I've been on edge for a while, so I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of coping. I I I would really like to get back to normal sooner rather than later. Let me put it that way. I know there are people out there that are hurting with various health conditions and whatever. But the first thing when you wake up in the morning, Jake. Is that the first thing that crosses your mind? Like it, it's it, it's like a uh, this kind of a vacuum that sucks you back into the circumstances that we're in right now. Is is that does that come to you every morning when you wake up? No, the first thing that crosses my mind is, "Wow, I got to pee." <laughs> <laughs> that's usually that's usually item number one. Oh my gosh! Uh, <laughs> literally. No, I mean, I, I think we're all trying to adjust, right? I mean, it, today feels a little bit more normal than yesterday, even though it will never feel 100% normal. I mean, I've talked to, on the show before about walks with my daughter, that sort of thing. Like, I'm kind of working that into a little bit of a routine, which I think is helping me, I suppose. Now, I know you love your daughter. And, Austin, I know you love your daughter. So... Are they are, are they are they getting on your nerves some of the time? You love them, I get it. But did you see that video of Kim Kardashian who was uh, doing a makeup tutorial, and she was interrupted by her kid? Uh, is it North? Is that what's anyway? And and so she seems a bit fed up with her kid. I wonder who's with her. Well, I think you know everybody gets on everybody's nerves from time to time and now we're a little more on the uh, close quarters side of things gordon so i think that's only to be expected one more thing here before we move on tom brady's company has filed for two new trademarks tampa bay and tampa brady oh both of those are crazy dumb tampa bay that's dumb his initials are tb and he went to TB. They couldn't have done something smart with that. Something huh? better than than Tampa Bay or do you think this Tampa do you Brady? Think this, do you think this influenced his decision? No, I don't. Do I, you? I have no idea. I I don't know how much paraphernalia he can sell. Uh, Tampa Bay and Tampa Brady, but paraphernalia. If this, if this, <laughs> <laughs> easy there, Gordo. <laughs> What, what exactly do you think he's going to be selling here, Gordon? You can move some stuff easier in Tampa Bay. I don't huh? know. What's Tom legal Brady brand water bomb. Here you go. That reminds me of that, that audio of uh, the, the kid who he takes the delivery and his mom catches his him. His mom finds it, yeah. He says, oh, What's that's that? a, a vase. I ordered an Xbox uh, controller. Yeah, that's not an Xbox controller. That's a, mm, uh, you can... Put stuff in there, I guess. Uh, 
Uh, all right, Gordon, we'll get to more coming <laughs> Tampa up. Tampa Bay? Right around Come the corner. On. Don't forget, Steve Clocky, top of the 3 o'clock hour. But joining us now, he, of course, is a great friend, not only of the station, but, of course, the big show. He's our friend Tom from the warehouse. And first and foremost, Tom, it is great to have you on. How are things? You, you and yours doing all right? Guys, we missed last week. We're all doing well, but with that new governor and Salt Lake City mayor deal, we had to figure out if we could be open. And we have been deemed as one of those businesses that are important because uh, if you have a dirty, soiled mattress, you need it replaced. And what better time to do it when we are going to have unprecedented deals? So I missed you guys. Hopefully you guys are all well. Yeah, yeah. We miss you too, Tom. I, I think we're we're all doing well. Let's let's talk a little bit about um, kind of what you guys are doing and how you're helping our listeners still. And then we'll get into, of course, the great deals because I know you've got something special planned. But kind of well, how, what's the process now? Let's talk about every household probably on the planet right now. They're they're trying to sanitize their hands. They're sanitizing counters. They're sanitizing. They're washing their hands multiple times. They're trying to figure out how to be cleaner and more safe from germs and disease. But one of the dirtiest places with kids out of school, and don't tell moms, they're probably sitting on the couch playing video games for hours and hours and watching TV. And those sofas and those beds, some of them are 10, 12, 15 years old. They are just disgusting and if you are in need, we're going to give you the best deals in our in our history. And we've talked about deals before. We're having to break barriers because it, you don't think about going to buy furniture. But if you are in need, we are here with the best deal. And I've got I'm going to call it uh, the Hans special because one of Hans' teammates uh, yesterday came in, Nate Solberg, and bought an adjustable bed from All here. Right. Hearing us talk about it yesterday, and we have a king adjustable bed, head up, foot up, with a mattress that normally sells for seventeen hundred dollars and a base that's fifteen ninety nine. We're going to do the whole package for nine hundred and ninety nine dollars. I had a mother come in yesterday and tell us that she's having to find refuge in her bedroom because she's working from home and she spent 12 hours in her bed working on a laptop and she's tired of propping herself up with a pillow. We have a queen adjustable bed, mattress, gel infused mattress with a motorized base for only $4.99. We're going to talk about it all day today. Come and see us. Two very convenient locations, one in Salt Lake, uh, 300 West, 1967 South, and the new big store in Orem is 86 East University Parkway. And I'm going to do a special just for the big show. This is the big show special. All you right. come in, I'll give you 50% off all bedding. So if you need new sheets, your sheets are ratty and old and you're nervous, you need a mattress protector, whatever it is, any bedding, 50% off if you mention the big show. Boom. Well done, Tom. Boom. 1967 South 300 West in Salt Lake, 86 East University Parkway in Orem. Tom, great to hear from you. Excited to catch up with you throughout the show. 
Thanks, guys. Thank you, Tom. That's Tom from the warehouse. Again, those addresses. Get by, take advantage of those unbelievable deals. 1967 South, 300 West, 86 East, University Parkway there in Orem. Well, more Big Show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Thank you very much for making us a part of your day. Steve Klauke coming your way at the top of the 3 o'clock hour. Howard Beck joining us uh, at the top of the 4 o'clock hour, so make sure and stay tuned for that. Mike Conley of the Utah Jazz will be on the show at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. Of course, Mike participating in that horse competition that you'll be able to see uh, with NBA players on ESPN. NBA players and others, I should say. Uh, but right now, Gordon, let's uh, continue on with the list. Yes, did you see the story that the University of Utah and BYU have agreed to a four-year extension in men's basketball? Yeah, I, I was really happy to see that, actually. Uh, I, I think that's great. I don't. We've talked about this before, Gordon, but I don't really see any good reason why they shouldn't play in basketball. And yeah, yeah. so I'm glad that uh, they got that figured out. It kind of me- means the end to the Beehive Classic, unfortunately, which I always thought was a good idea. But I'm glad they're playing the game. They start uh, at the Marriott Center. December 12th, as scheduled, and uh, then they alternate from there, uh, going back to Salt Lake City. So that, that's good news, I think, for everybody who cares about sports in this state. Uh, speaking of basketball, do you see that Pace, uh, Pace Mannion's son, uh, guard Nico, will uh, be in the draft? Yeah, I did see that, and he, he should still be a lottery pick. However, his season at Arizona was somewhat underwhelming. So, of course, we've got a, um, a personal connection to the Mannion family and certainly are rooting for Nico uh, to be uh, awesome at the next level. But some thought, you know, coming out of high school, he could possibly be a top-five pick, and it doesn't look like he's quite there right now. Different players develop uh, at different rates. Uh, But, uh, of course, Pace, former University of Utah guard, and uh, used to have a show on our station. We know Pace well. And I remember Nico, and he was just a teeny kid. Yeah, little itty-bitty. It's so weird. I mean, doesn't that make you feel old, Jake? A little bit. Uh, A little bit. Of course, uh, Nico's mom was a professional athlete, too, over there in Italy. A volleyball player. Yeah, right. The XFL closes down, Jake. I know that breaks your heart. No, I didn't really think it was going to work anyway, and I certainly didn't watch it. However, I do feel bad that these circumstances mm, were the reason it came to an end. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm not cheering for anybody's failure out there. I was just skeptical. And uh, I'd, I'd like to see more opportunities for everybody, football players included, and I would hope that they, they were going to do it the right way. I didn't. I, I could have predicted that the league was going to shudder. I'm, I'm sad that this is the reason. That, that stinks. Do you think it would have worked had it not been for these particular uh, circumstances now? No. No. But at <laughs> least. You, just, you were a state guy from the beginning and uh, – that's the way it worked out. I think it's just there takes so much capital 
to run a professional NFL team, right? I mean, or or even uh, Hans was talking about this today, how much it costs college football teams to travel. I mean, just the sheer cost of that. I mean, let alone paying 50 players or 60 players or whatever you have on your active roster. I mean, it's just right down to medical care. It's just really expensive to run a football team. It's really expensive to run a football franchise. And that was the disappointing part of the AAF, right? Everybody assured everybody, oh, the financing is there. They're going to be able to do it. They're willing to lose money for the first three years. And it's like, well, never mind. (laughs) What you need to be successful in sports is either some connection with your fan base. So we've talked about this with schools, you know, who, uh, uh, you know, once you're a part of a school, then people tend to stay connected in that way and take great pride in it, uh, regardless of who's on the field. But I think in professional sports, you've got to have stars. Right. I mean, you've got to have somebody that somebody wants to come see because he's outstanding. The problem with the XFL is if they were that outstanding, they'd be in the NFL. But I guess it's also kind of interesting to see guys who come out, come out of the woods and, and show everybody that they can play. You know, that, that, that's kind of those stories are are nice. Kurt Warner style. Yeah, and but everybody gets obsessed with the TV dollars. But the truth is, with these upstart leagues, you have to give people a reason, any reason whatsoever, to go through the turnstile. I mean, well, it's atten- why- attendance wasn't that, attendance was decent. Well, it didn't fail because of attendance yet. Yeah, I uh-huh. mean that that may have. Uh, I, if you looked at the television ratings for the XFL, and again, I know I just said everybody gets obsessed with television, but if you look at the television ratings, they steadily declined from mm-hmm. from week one pretty substantially. And so you wonder if the gate would have eventually followed. I don't know. We well, unfortunately we won't have the chance to to find out. But it is the reason that you know you see a lot of minor leagues do a tons of promotions and creative ways to get people through the gate because that's that's what you've got to do to exist. And I think to your point, Gordon, you say star power. I mean that certainly is one of those. But you've got to identify with the community and you have to get kind of ingrained. And that takes time, right? I mean that that. That takes time to get people introduced to the experience and your product and those sorts of things. And unfortunately for the XFL, they, they, that time was cut short. Okay, two more things real quick. The second one we'll get into later on because I think it's kind of an interesting uh, thing to discuss, an evergreen type situation. But how are you figuring How are you figuring six feet? Jake, how are you figuring, or do you go 10 feet? Which one are you, when you and Sadie go out to the, to the, uh, local school or whatever how, how far are you staying away from people and how, how are you calculating that in your mind i just give people a wide berth but in all honesty gordon i'm not coming in contact with very many people <laughs> mm-hmm. the ones i do 10 feet or 50 feet it's uh. yeah it's not very difficult and uh even though austin and i are, are working kind of in the same office i suppose i mean there's glass in between austin and i the entire show and even when we're talking in the lounge uh, the Zone Sports Network lounge out here before the show begins. Gordon, of course, uh, you've been in the lounge every single day. Uh, we're, we're, what, Austin, like 20 feet apart? I mean, neither one of us are pushing it. I, don't, I honestly... Minimally, it's like 12 feet yeah, that we're I, ever closest. Yeah. I, I am not around enough people these days to really you know, get out the, the old ruler. I will tell you, when I go to the store <laughs> and, and things get a little bit closer, I've been, uh, I've been going with the old mask. I've been pretty... Pretty careful about it from that standpoint, but I'm not around enough people to be like, "Oh, hey, that's five and a half. Let's let's take it easy here," you know. 
One thing I wondered about when people wear masks to the store, does anybody mistake them for, you know, a, a stick up? Uh, I hope not. I haven't felt that way until now. So thanks for that. <laughs> Reach for the sky, Pilgrim. Thanks, Gordon. Appreciate that. Appreciate <laughs> no, I that. Just, I, was, I, I wasn't... Uh, you feeling, know what we needed? A negative thought. I wasn't feeling enough anxiety <laughs> while shopping at the at the local grocery store. So thank you. Thank you very much. Now I now I need uh, to go get a prescription on top of, are, uh, uh, of uh, uh, milk. Have you guys noticed our crime statistics down during this time? I haven't looked, to be honest. I know, yeah, uh, unfortunately, I, I did see a report that domestic violence is up. Oh yeah, which is mm-hmm. just terrible. So we need to mm-hmm. we need to be nice to one another. And finally, this and we'll save it for uh, later on the show. But uh, with the Masters being postponed uh, till November, what's your favorite sports event of the year? It's one of those evergreen topics that we talk about sometimes. But maybe that's something to think about. And I'm not talking about what's your favorite sport. I'm talking about what's your favorite event. Well, certainly not the Masters, but. We can, we can think about that. What do you mean? Certainly not the Masters. A lot of people love the Masters. No, I know. I, I thought you were asking me. No, I, I, I am. But you said certainly not. Like that was, it wasn't even didn't have a chance. In my opinion, no, it doesn't. That's way down. And the why is that? Why do you? It's not even my favorite that? golf major. Uh, which which one are you? Are you the British? Uh, the I like Open the Championship? Open Championship. That is uh, that is my particular favorite. But and why is that? Uh, because it's the the original, right? And I feel like it it gives some unique, difficult conditions. <laughs> you like seeing the best players in the world out there in the cow pasture, you know, with the rain and the wind blowing, and uh, they're hacking hacking the ball out of six uh, six foot wheat yeah. fields. I, you know the hoity toity masters. No thanks. Ooh. Plus, I, their their <laughs> politics over the years have have been mm, not my cup of tea. I put it that way. You're still holding it against. Uh, what was that guy's name? Hootie. Who is the Hootie? Yeah, but I have a feeling it goes. It goes back before Hootie. Oh yeah, probably farther back you go, the worse it gets. Yeah, I would guess so. All right, Steve Clowkey is going to uh, join the show coming up next. Howard Beckett four, Mike Conley at five. It's the big show, ninety-seven five and twelve eighty the zone.